There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Welcome to the ID10T podcast number 938. This episode brought to you by Squarespace. The future is coming. Make it brighter with Squarespace. Well, maybe the future is here. And maybe you should turn that cool idea into a new website because you have a cool idea and it's bursting through the front of your skull plate to get onto some type of digital platform, showcase your work, blog or publish content, sell products online, any kinds of services, preferably all legal ones. Announce an upcoming event or special project. Squarespace does this by giving you beautiful templates created by world-class designers, powerful e-commerce functionality, the ability to customize the look and feel and settings of products, and all of that with just a few clicks. Everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box. There's a new way to buy domains. You're going to choose from over 200 extensions. And then analytics are going to help you grow in real time. Also, built-in SEO, free and secure hosting, and then nothing to patch or upgrade ever, ever. 24-7 award-winning customer support to make it stand out, stand out with a beautiful website. Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code ID10T to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Remember, ID10T, that's the number 10 in there, which means 10% off your first purchase. Um, let's, you know what? I'm kind of being a little wispier right now because we are at Disney World. And <laughs> we had a very long day of park hopping, and we got back and ate dinner to the hotel. And Lydia was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna, uh, I'm just gonna rest my eyes for a second. And that was an hour and a half ago. <laughs> it's it's 9:40 p.m. when I'm recording this right now, and <laughs> she sacked out at like 8:10. Uh, <laughs> it was a, it was, a, it, you know, the sun was out. It was a beautiful day." We got uh, super saturated with, with Disney fun, hit all four parks. So um, maybe I'm just going to cruise through this intro pretty quickly just to maybe not wake up my dear sleeping wife. This episode is Robert Kirkman, who is promoting Oblivion Song, which is his new comic book series. It releases the day this podcast goes up, which is March 7th. So it is out now. And uh, also The Walking Dead. And I think I think this is the fourth time Kirkman's come on. So he's... Uh, He's got gold status by now. We're going to start setting up platinum status, diamond status, uh, concierge status. Like we, gotta, we have a bunch of different statuses, and we should start giving people awards the more they come on. I feel like, I feel like this is going to happen. This is what we do with the ID10T podcast, uh, which, by the way, is also brought to you by Masterclass. Masterclass is 
an incredible online course program. You can learn cooking from Gordon Ramsay. You can learn photography from Annie Leibovitz. You can learn basketball from Steph Curry. That is the beauty of Masterclass. Uh, they produce online content classes that are taught by the best in the world. And each class is shot with cinematic production quality and offers on-demand lessons loaded with exclusive content. Um, like I said, you're, I, I said the other ones up top, but also Thomas Keller will teach you how to cook. Uh, Aaron Sorkin will teach you screenwriting. Martin Scorsese uh, is going to teach you film filmmaking. So it there and Steve Martin. Did I mention Steve Martin? I probably mentioned Steve Martin before. That's the one I'm about to watch. It doesn't matter what you're pursuing. Any kind of passion, developing your career, looking to learn something new. Maybe instead of uh, you know dorking around online, you actually want to put some knowledge into your head and try to find a new direction. Get inspired. Masterclass will help you do that. You're going to get access to the best at their craft so you can master yours. So if you're interested in more than one class, check out the All Access Pass because the All Access Pass allows you to unlock every class from over 30 masters all for the price of two. ID10T listeners can get the All Access Pass at masterclass.com slash ID10T. Learn from the best in the world at masterclass.com slash ID10T. Thanks to them for sponsoring this episode of the ID10T podcast, which is episode number 938, The Fourth Return, a four-peat of Robert Kirkman. Katie, please quietly roll the thing. And I'm going to go check to see if I woke my wife up because I'm a loud individual by nature. Initiating ID10T protocol. When I did use a drink, vodka was one thing that I just could not stomach. Oh, really? It ju- I just couldn't. More than like gin or? I never drank hard alcohol. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was just always you beer. You could tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Says the guy that drinks beer all the time. <laughs> but it, it uh, you know, it, 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 I went through a period where I was like a short period of scotch and then a very short period of Irish whiskey, but that was it. And that's when you tried course. to class up your alcoholism. That's when I've I was noticed. trying to class it up. You go, oh, it's aged like wine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I better go higher up on the shelf. That'll make it okay. (laughs) Yeah, no alcoholic can point that high. (laughs) I'm a fancy drunk. I'm a fancy (laughs) drunk. God, I can't even imagine. Give me old, I'll take any drink that has a big ice cube. Oh, I mean, I'm just even thinking, <laughs> just one big ice one cube. One big ice cube. <laughs> I'm just even thinking they, about it, and I can just like I just feel my stomach turning. Of <laughs> those days of waking up where ah, it's like you can just taste it when yeah. it, you know, like it congeals, and, you're and then you reach over to your nightstand and wash it out with some warm beer. Yeah, much. You're not a big drinker, are you? Never have been. No. 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 I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. that's a thing. You're lucky. You're very. You're very lucky. I just, you know, I I, I got to about age ten, and I was like. Yeah, these are all the things I'll eat. <laughs> <laughs> Just laid it out and in that front was pretty of you. Like, yeah. And so I was like, uh, Kool-Aid? Yeah, that's good. Done. Yeah. Done. You know. Just hot dogs? Great. Sprinkle good. Kool-Aid Sounds on a hot dog if yeah. you're in a hurry. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Just mix it up. When I was 25, I tried Indian food, and I was like, oh, 
<laughs> Changing my life. I, I couldn't tell which way you were going to go. Like, and Indian food. And, oh, oh, never no. mind. No, now I, now I eat Indian food every day. It's but, so good. Uh, but yeah, it's the best. Yeah. But what what were the uh, what were the food options available to you in a small town in Kentucky? At age ten. <laughs> he said Kool Aid and hot dogs. Yeah, it's Kool Aid and hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. No, sugar yeah. on all of it. We had a Chinese food place. And where, uh, was it? Cynthiana? You know. Is that where you're from? Yeah. Is it still pretty much the same, or did it get did it turn into like the same? A hive of franchise big box stores that every small town. Oh, it can. was this, this Cynthiana is small. Like didn't have you know it had like a Walmart. Like this isn't like a there wasn't a lot of anything. There. So it's not like um, it's not like the old mom and pop thing became the Applebee's and the Starbucks yeah. and the home. So, oh, so, so, Applebee's, we'd have to drive like twenty miles to go to an Applebee's. Oh my yeah. god! Come on, what are you talking about? I but, saw, uh, uh, I saw yeah. a headline that said uh, millennials are killing the uh, are killing Applebee's. What? Like they're not going, and it's like, and it's like, who fucking cares? <laughs> like who gives a shit? What are they no, doing? Like, giving their money to an independent business? <laughs> So I am, you mean they're bringing back the mom and pop places? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I'm someone who actually has historically always enjoyed Arby's. So yeah. so to me, it seems like comedians one day were like, Arby's, yeah, let's <laughs> let's fuck over Arby's. Like it just seems like an arbitrary like I I've that, never known Arby's to be a everyone understands this is horse shit. I, I thought but it was the there was nicest. one day where like every comedian just yeah. started that was like Can the go to joke. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think as a lot of things was born on The Simpsons. No, oh, there was, yeah. there was, there it was. I think it was born on The Simpsons, and I feel like it might have been. I wonder if Conan had something to do with it because I feel like he carried some of that. Didn't did? Oh you know, yeah, yeah. You know, there, there, there also was a lot of yeah, but there was a lot of comics from the nineties because like Blaine Capach, who like have we've written with him a bunch. Yeah, it's like a, his one of his if thing, if it's something's gross, his go to joke is I'm thinking Arby's. I think it just sounds <laughs> funny. I think yeah. it's just a funny sounding yeah, name. Yeah, Arby's does sound hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Do you think it's also the catchphrase that they gave themselves? Like, I'm thinking Arby's, that you can put that on anything? Because <laughs> it's like McDonald's said, I'm loving it. And you're like, well, that's pretty positive. Yeah. But it's like, it's like the, I'm thinking Arby's. He's like, well, it's like how, though? Uh, like, I'm going to define what Arby's means. I just shit out my pelvic girdle. Uh, yeah. I'm, thinking yeah. I'm thinking Arby's. I loved Arby's. I thought it was the fancier of all the fast yeah. foods. Curly, curly fries? <laughs> I Roast oh. beef, sliced meats, not just ground beef shit. But it's kind of just like, but 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 the but the cheese on it is a sauce. It's like cheese sauce, right? And if you don't I get the no cheese one, what do you know? You don't get the onion cheddar. No. Oh, guys, I yeah. guess you I've get been, the regular roast beef. Doing yeah. this all we get wrong. the big one. Where yeah. they just put more or the meat giant on it. one. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And their shakes were some of the best around. You know what's a bummer though is that at a certain point in my life, I just can't really eat fast food anymore without. Really needing well, to take a day off. Yeah, we're yeah. all we're all there. We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I get Harper and driving by Jack in a Box now. Oh, just oh the my idea. god! Yeah. Well, all the reflux, phantom reflux. Like uh, when I knew I was an adult was when I watched a Carl's Jr. commercial and I was like, no. <laughs> Why would I want a sandwich to get all over the place? It's so it's, big, messy is bad. Yeah. Messy is bad. Well, when I when uh, when I first met Jonah, he was uh, like nineteen years Jonah? old. Oh. Yeah, it's me across okay. the table. and uh, and he. Not Matt. And I, I would still drink. I was still drinking. We'd go to comedy oh, shows. Yeah, yeah. And Jonah, I love your Star Trek after show. It's yeah. great. <laughs> when he, when Jonah would drive drive me through Jack in the Box because you know he wasn't drinking because he was underage. Designated. And uh, when I think about those days of being super drunk and eating fast food at like two o'clock in the morning and somehow not dying, yeah, I can't even wrap my brain around how I survived. Yeah, Chris would always request like it was Jack in the Box that you won more than any other. Yeah, it was fast the food. spicy crispy chicken spice spicy, spicy chicken crisp. sandwich. Yeah. That was fried with French fries 
at two two thirty in the morning. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I remember you also ordering with the, for the drink a diet coke. <laughs> well, you know, I was I was, I was like that tenacious. Yeah, half diet, half regular. Jonah, I just had fifteen beers. I can't very well drink an extra sugary drink. Yeah, yeah. What are you expecting? <laughs> Oh, oh my God, I was mm. disgusting. So growing up in Kentucky, I would say that I was a you know fast food aficionado. Sure, I love, love some Burger King, love some Wendy's, McDonald's, Arby's, all Hardee's? that stuff. Hardee's? Oh, you kidding me? Hardee's yeah. was the best. Well, Hardee's is East Coast Carl's, Carl's Jr. Jr. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they were a, they were a, a completely different place, and then Carl's Jr. took them over and was like, "Here's our menu." So no, Har- that's yeah. what happened. Yeah, Hardy, oh. Hardee's one day was like, "Yeah, we have all these different burgers." <laughs> Shit. We're we're a different place now. How different was it? It was well, a they dramatic were, change. They were like shitty McDonald's growing up. Yeah. So like they had a little cheeseburger just like McDonald's cheeseburger and they didn't really have like a Big Mac equivalent, but uh they had great breakfasts mm. which Carl's Jr. actually kept when they they didn't change their breakfast menu when they took over and I I I, I don't know for sure, but they might have incorporated the breakfast menu at Carl's Jr. So I don't know if, like, at a certain point they get great breakfasts. Yeah. And now I heard that Instagram is buying Carl's Jr. and you're only going to get access to burgers they feel like their algorithm. Yeah, that's what the only things have. they want to give you. That's awesome. <laughs> I remember well, growing up in Hawaii, we didn't have all of the we didn't have all the fast food places, but we'd still see commercials for them, and it was always such a bummer to like oh, like out in LA. It's like Sonic Burger. Like I remember there was. Before we ever had a Wendy's, I would just see commercials for Wendy's all the time. I was like, I "What's just, a square I burger taste know. like?" I want to know. I mean, do it, you eat the corners off the before corners? you get to the bun? What does it? What does it do? How many places? How, how many places had a big Kahuna burger where you were growing up? None. Maybe some in Waikiki. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, is it? It's like it's like saying to an Australian, "Do you guys love Fosters?" Right? Yeah, yeah. You love Fosters and shrimps on Barbies, right? Yeah. When, when when was the first time you had a cheeseburger that didn't have pineapple on it? <laughs> <laughs> That's always the worst. Like uh, it doesn't like it doesn't belong on so many things. But they go, it's a, you go to any In restaurant, Hawaii. it's like you know, here's a there's a guava glaze and a pine like flame broiled pineapple <laughs> on you know, cheese and meat. It's a dumb I'm idea. Not a, I'm not a pineapple fan. I do like pi- pineapple oh, and I pizza pineapple. is a terrible. You do. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, it's I, just so stringy. It's so chewy and yeah. stringy. It just fuck, feels fuck like, you, man. Pineapple's the shit. Oh, it's great. No, it, uh, feels like, great. it feels like you're chewing the inside of an insect. I, I, yeah. I will say, I, having, ha, having actually gone to Hawaii now, um, pineapple there is like, like way different. Yeah. It's like, what is this fruit? Yeah. It's like 10 times better than, yeah. than stateside. Yeah, the bad uh, stuff to the Howleys. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but you, I remember there was, a, there was a street performer on Kalakau Avenue, Waikiki. Uh, in uh, the, the big Kahuna, um, and he was he would just uh, play like a bass drum, a snare, and like a hi hat, and like would just freestyle rap like all night about like people walking by and turns and stuff like that. But he always had like a go to line. Um, it's like, and he would say, uh, "Pineapple's Cuban, Taro is Hawaiian." Uh, it's like, uh, like, get the fuck out of my town, you howlies. <laughs> So I didn't even try to rhyme it. Yeah, he didn't even try. <laughs> that was just his go-to, you know. Thing so they put taro back. on stuff. Well, taro is like taro root. Taro root you, make, yeah. you make poi out of it. Why did you cradle? You well, just this poi. Did, he was cradling poi. the baby. No, like oh, poi. oh, you were doing like a pestle, a mortar, and a pestle. Like you yeah, were yeah, yeah. That's a poi pounder. Okay, yeah, yeah. a poi pounder. Yeah, uh, that's my favorite porn category, by the way. Poi pounder. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. Man, you... Come on. Where are we? What are we doing? What are we doing? Dude, they grind up your taro root over there. Yeah, you throw that in a pineapple? Where'd, where'd you go? I don't Maui? know what this uh, pornography thing is you're talking about. I, I have no idea. Um, you know, I, I, went, I went there for a convention, uh, uh, whatever island Honolulu's on. Oh, that's that's, that's, that's yeah, a lot of on. There yeah. we go. It has a shit hole. It's real. 
Yeah, I mean, it's real dirty, huh? I'm not supposed to say that on, on podcasts, am I? No, it's, um, real, it's a real dirty. I was shocked. Like, there were parts of it where I was like, it's this looks rough. like Kentucky. Yeah. What's going on here? It's a, it's a low-income place for the most part. Yeah. Um, it's also very expensive. I mean, I just drove through those parts and went to the other parts. So. Yes, yeah. yeah. To the, like, what, the other parts? The beach? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like a lot, of, a lot of Hawaii is, you know, just low-income, you know, areas. It's, a, you know, it's not like a, it's not beautiful everywhere. What's the main... Houses on stilts and whatnot, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what is, what's sort of the main resource in Hawaii? Like, what is, what, what's the export? Like, what <laughs> Tur- just tourism, yeah. Just tourism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that's... And pineapple. Uh, not as much anymore. Really? It was just, like with globalization. Like, Taro, you know, it's, Jesus. Because yeah, it's cheaper to you know, grow any of that stuff. Like, you know, sugar cane, which was the first thing that like, people came to Hawaii to yeah. exploit. Uh, and then it was people. <laughs> All right. Uh, but then, and then it was uh, pineapple. Uh, so oh. pineapples brought there as uh, as like sugar started getting grown in other places. They brought pineapple over and kind of started taking over some of the uh, dole. That's the guy that did it. Bob oh, Dole, really? Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Oh. Bob Dole's taking over Hawaii. Yeah, but they also. Uh, but yeah, so it's uh, yeah, it's tourism, pretty much. That's what the that's the only thing. Has has tourism in Cynthiana gone up because you are from there and people love the walking? They do a dead. lot of Walking Dead stuff now, so they I, do. I believe tourism has gone up. Yeah, there's a big mural. And uh, there are some locations from the comic that were in Cynthiana that that they do little tours of, and that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, but I I wonder that's kind of an interesting idea. But so if 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 a town obviously a town wants to sort of you know a town needs to bring in money, but at a certain point you don't want the town like you want it to retain the charm that is like you don't want it to become an industry. Yeah, well, and also I'm sure there's a ton of people in Cynthiana that are like. Really? Enough of this Walking Dead stuff. Like we don't, yeah. you know, we don't, we don't need these, uh, uh, you know, zombie T-shirts and crazy Walking Dead people walking. We don't around need to be reminded about this how much is, we didn't like this guy in high school. What's yeah, that? Well, like, what's the town? Too. Is it Twin Peaks? The town in Washington where like they, you know, they shot Twin Peaks, and it's like they, you go there, and all the gas stations have Twin Peaks shirts, and you know, where's Laura Palmer stuff, and you always find those small little towns that just kind of take in whatever pop culture, <laughs> you know, thing. Well, I guess it's. Better than meth. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? You've never had meth. What do you know? <laughs> yeah, you know, another shirt. I'm just being judgy. Thankfully, uh, thankfully I didn't have meth when I was 10, so uh, <laughs> it, it made it just under the wire. <laughs> yeah. uh, I did read, like I said, I, I read I read the Oblivion song that got sent over, and uh, it's fucking cool. Oh, good. You brought three copies. I'll take two. Um, I didn't bring one for you, Jonah. So I'm very sorry. I had no idea. Chris? Yeah, I thought Chris might want to read it three times, or he might have three rooms in this. My wife, in this my big wife house. just wants one nearby whenever he needs yeah. it. Like, where is it? Oh, okay, well, said, Liddy, Liddy was asking me because when I was reading this, she was like, "Oh, what's that?" I go, oh, "It's this new comic that Kirkman did." And she was like, "Wait, so how does he do the show?" And so he's not doing the Walking Dead comic. I go, "No, he's still doing that. He just you know <laughs> bounces it all around." So how many different things are you working on? Well, I'm enough that I don't keep a number in my head. So, you know, I'm like, oh, I don't know. A bunch. Would that overwhelm you, you think? Probably. I mean, yeah. I try not to think about it. But, uh, you know, it's just uh, my life is like uh, one of those, uh, what's that? Uh, did you ever play that police 911 shooter game at the arcade where the guys with the batons would come at you and you have to knock them back like three and there's like 
there's like a row of 12 guys and you yep. got to take turns keeping them away from you. That's how I look at my projects. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Oh, Oblivion Song. I got that one three <laughs> steps back. I got to walk around Walking Dead. Okay, that one's five steps back. I got yep. to do all that. You got to work on this. So, I'd appreciate uh, it if you did a burger time analogy with this. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll do burger. So you know can we, can we do back. another? You know when you're being you attacked back? by a bipedal <laughs> fried egg and you have to climb a ladder <laughs> and then <laughs> drop a bun on him yeah. of a big kahuna burger? <laughs> I'm just trying to tie it all together. Yeah, terribly. Know. I know. Well, you know, what do you want? Hey, what do you want? You hey, didn't what? pay for this. <laughs> but uh, I was listening to the other podcast with uh, Matt and you guys where you announced the uh, the changeover to uh, Idiot or whatever this thing's called. Yeah, yeah. Now. And, uh, uh, and I did start to realize, like, you know, you guys have schedules that are completely unlike mine because I don't. I'm not like getting on planes to go do stand up or. But you go to conventions and stuff. Not that often, like maybe two or three times a year. Oh, like, that's I don't, not bad. I try not to do it. I mean, you know, because I, I do enjoy working and yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. Harder, to, harder to fit it all in. But, uh, you know, and you're on camera all the time. Like, that's, that's crazy. Like, you actually have to like, be at places in front of things. That's yeah, not, yeah. And as, as, as you heard on that yeah. podcast, it, it, <laughs> like, it can kill it. It's almost, destroying, man. Yeah, yeah, it's destroying. Well, My I mean, plan has finally come to fruition. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'll assault him with success. <laughs> That'll be his undoing. He'll tear him apart. <laughs> Once he realizes it won't fill the hole. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. If the schedule yeah, doesn't kill him, his own self-destruction will. <laughs> His own need to oh, kill yeah. everything good will. Yeah, yeah no, I, I guess, but, but I guess I sort of feel like the same way where it's just a constant, uh, it's like, you know, what fires do I need to put out today in order to get through this day? And then you just kind of keep doing that a day at a time. And then eventually yeah. you have a body of work behind you, I guess. I don't and know. And then you die. And then you Unfulfilled. Die. Yeah, 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 essentially. Yeah, and, then you, and as you're dying, you just get a long enough moment to think to yourself, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did I do? It's like, you know, on my deathbed, I don't want to think to myself, maybe I should have argued with more people on Twitter. <laughs> I think of you as more of dying in a tub kind of guy. Yeah? Yeah. Like, like accidentally? Go crazy. Jesus Christ. Like, what do you like, think I get like into? Matt Myra throwing a hairdryer in there <laughs> or something? <laughs> I like that you think that I would one day be able to afford a tub that a person my size can actually fit in and drown in. <laughs> all Thanks right, to you. Out, all right, outdoor shower. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you're soaking your Japanese soaking tub. <laughs> Jonah somehow drowned with yeah. dry legs. Yeah. <laughs> just, he could have put his feet down at any point. He was in the tub, but he still shoes and a, socks on. Yeah. It was a very deliberate suicide. Just yeah. Naked yeah. From, except from the knees down. Yeah. Just like just knee high socks with the, <laughs> I don't know, sneakers on. He just piled a bunch of the stuff he bought that he thought would make him happy on top of his chest. He literally tried to down. fill the hole. <laughs> Yeah. But he dug out a yeah. hole and then smushed in yeah. all this Man. stuff, all this all toys. records and books. All do you do you are, do you collect a lot of stuff or did you stop doing that because at a certain point there's just no room for more stuff? No, I buy a lot of dumb stuff. I buy a lot of I buy a lot of like uh, uh, old toys. You know things that I things that I had that you can buy unopened on eBay. That's mm. a that's a real poison for me. Uh, it's usually when I go on set. I'll get bored on set, and I'll just start buying all kinds of, like... Uh, What's some of the stuff you know, okay, well, I mean, I got, I got like, like a full set of, like, uh, the Mattel Superpowers toys, and then I got, uh, you know, the, the Kenner Secret Wars stuff, and... Do you have, do you, do you have them displayed, or do you just have them... No, I got them in a drawer. <laughs> you're just in a drawer. <laughs> just you just, you just open that drawer, and you're like, oh, there's yeah. a bunch of unopened yeah. mask figures. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, he sent, me, to know. He, he sent me a link the other day to Masters of the Universe cells. He was like, hey, do you collect these Masters of the Universe cells? And I go, well, I don't know. I don't really have any. I don't think I have any. I might have maybe one Masters of the Universe yeah. cell, but yeah, they're like 20 bucks now. Well, it's yeah, also like the lowest cells. point in televised animation was <laughs> Masters of the Universe. <laughs> that was a budget show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but, that, but that's sort of what was charming about it is that that style of, you know, like super rigid, yeah. factory made, you know, just churning out. out cartoons to sell toys yep. kind of stuff, you know. I mean, it, and it totally worked. It totally worked. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted all those toys. But it's such a different, I mean, <clears throat> oh. Hey. hey. That's a good sound. Yeah. Hey, it's yeah. five o'clock somewhere, am I right? <laughs> just pouring water. five o'clock water. <laughs> five o'clock water. <laughs> That's what vodka is. It's five o'clock yeah, water. Five o'clock water. Yeah. I need my five o'clock water. I said five o'clock water. <laughs> oh my god! I've never seen him so angry. <laughs> but uh, it's part of the hunting process that I think is so satisfying. Is yeah. I mean, like at no other time have so many humans been able to behave like fucking kings, where you literally <laughs> can just summon anything you want. I want to, you know, there was a Disneyland auction and they were auctioning off um, one of the old curtains from the Grand California Hotel because they got rid of all the curtains in the hotel and they put in shower doors. And uh, I was like, fuck, I missed at that auction. So I just went on eBay and I got one. It literally took two minutes. Yeah. I summoned a Disneyland Bring curtain. Bring me a shower curtain. Bring me a shower curtain and with, the, <laughs> with Bambi on it and shit. Yeah. I always think, like, there's certain things that, like... I think wealthy people pushed forward. I always think like um, Velcro shoes. I think that was a rich person going, I don't want to bother tying my shoes. It's a waste of my time. Can someone invent something? I, I need more time to suppress the masses. <laughs> I can't bend down to tie yeah. my shoe. Yeah. Ooh, elastic waistband. Grand idea. <laughs> tying shoes, that cuts into my leisure time. <laughs> Untying, don't get me started. <laughs> Why can't the doors have Velcro on them, too? There's like one guy that just took it way too far. Yeah. I think of, don't they make Velcro rooms? Aren't there like Velcro rooms where you can put on like a suit and then. I got a Velcro room in my house. Yeah? That's how, that's how far I've gone. Guillermo del Toro has a rain room. You have a Velcro room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just you jump on a trampoline and then you Velcro into a wall. And... Isn't that something that David Letterman used to do when he would do like stupid human so, church yeah. or something oh, like that? Oh, like someone would jump on a trampoline and stick to a Velcro wall? Yeah. It seems Blue Man Groupie as well. I'm sure yeah. that's happening. I used to be a Blue Man Groupie. Followed him all around Vegas. Did you really? <laughs> no. Oh. God damn it. You just said Jealous. that for the pun. I did. He said it. I just re. I, I, Stop blaming <laughs> other people for your bad decisions. But he said the word. I don't care. No, no, I brought that word, on all of us. It's my what? fault. I appropriated the word and made it my own thing. Don't bring those pineapple jokes into this tarot root household, oh, my, my friend. <laughs> I'm still trying to tie it together. You are. I really want to bring so. it back together. Well, I just want to remind Velcro. people that so, tarot root. So root. when do we start the podcast? Guys? Never. No, no. We, this we, is we, how we do it now. <laughs> this is how it works. <laughs> Chris stopped caring. Yeah, ah, guys. I see. Fucking give a fuck. <laughs> Just thinking about the next time I'm on the wall. It's all I give a shit about now. <laughs> Make it Velcro. <laughs> Just like a Velcro town yeah. wall. I can't even look at the top of that thing. I get vertigo. The thing is four stories tall. Yeah, you're really close to it. Can you tell what's going on when the thing's coming down? I mean, you're right under it. I can see what's yeah. I can see what's happening. I'm sure Robert has a ton of questions about the wall as well. Yeah, what do you want to know about it, Robert? When can I come on? <laughs> 
<laughs> I got lots of things to promote, man. Got lots of things to promote. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's just a PR engine, the wall. Yeah, we just have, I think we should do a celebrity version of the wall. Just and then to, the money just goes to charity. No, that's the worst. How that's the you worst want that to happen. Well, no, I mean it's charity gets so much money. Do they really need more? <laughs> Which charity are you talking about? All it's not this Joe. It's not Joe's charity. That's got nothing. <laughs> Walking Dead creator says all charities are bunk. What? <laughs> no. Oh no! Oh, you're gonna get me in trouble. Come on, guys. Do you get? Do you ever get in trouble just because you know you have a because you you say snarky things a lot and and I don't know if everyone. Well, I think the trick on the internet is that if you don't care, you can't get in trouble. It, I, I so people I, say mean things or they get mad at me about certain things that I say sometimes, and I just read my Twitter feed and I laugh. <laughs> That's a good way to do you it. You know, because like, if I cared, then I'd be like, oh, God. Like, if I counted, I could be like, oh, 23 people are really mad at me right now. But That's a very hard thing to know. achieve. Because sometimes I think people also really need to pluralize. Like, when they say something, they go, hey, man, everyone's talking about what a dick you are. And you're like, well, is it everyone or is it just like you and three of your friends? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's everyone to you. But I, you know, I'm still a... I'm still a sensitive flower. Yeah. I still Did you always not care? get my feelings hurt. Yeah, you still you still care. I st- I can't help it. I feel like I had a, a. I was really fortunate in that I came up through comics and you know, in a, in a in kind of a you know small microcosm of what I would eventually experience. Mm-hmm. So you know, I had people mad at me on message boards, and I had all my freak out moments like early on in comics. So by the time Walking Dead happened as a show and stuff started getting bigger. I was like, yeah, I've dealt with this on a smaller scale. I don't. Yeah, I it's just I'm same. fine. This is, but it probably still okay. felt exactly the same because, especially the comics, is still a very, is a very hyper focused community and a very yeah. vocal community. So if they don't, you know, if they don't like something week to week, the only the only thing that I think is is really interesting is just the idea that if someone might read one issue of something and then go, "This was dumb. There was no reason for you to do this," and in your mind, you're going. But you don't know where this is going. This is like yeah. this might be setting. Maybe it's not for yeah, any reason, or yeah. maybe this is setting something well, up. That you I, don't I actually, yet. I think I think a really great thing happened to me very early on in my career that uh, absolutely devastated me. But uh, I look back on it and I'm like, God, it's like the best thing in the world because uh, I went on a message board one time very early on in the Walkie to Comic, and there was a uh, a close friend of mine I knew who was posting on the message board under his name who was like. Yeah, Walking Dead is just a real shit book. Like, uh, I don't know what Robert's thinking. He's just not really a great writer. <laughs> and it was like a friend of mine. And, uh, and I, don't, I don't think he thought I went to that message board or whatever. And, uh, and I was devastated. I was like, I can't believe that, that guy's like going behind my back and like shitting on me in public. And I, I was really upset. And then I started thinking about it. And I was like, if we both worked at a factory and he was like, yeah, Robert's real bad at hammering out the sprockets. Right. Yeah. You know, I'd be like, I, I, I don't, I don't care. We yeah. hammer out sprockets for a living. Like, who gives a shit if What's he thinks I'm not good at it? Like, I keep getting my paycheck and everything's fine. I go to the sprocket factory and we work side by side. And yeah, he can be judgmental on how I hammer the sprockets, but whatever, you know. <laughs> uh, and so I decided to look at it that way. So I never confronted him. I never said anything to him about yeah. it. Oh, like really? I, yeah, yeah. I saw him. You know, I mean, we weren't that close. He was somebody that I saw from time to time. Uh, I didn't make a lot of effort to go out and see him. But uh, uh, but no, I mean, I've never mentioned it to him. And I just decided, oh, you know, like whatever. And I think having someone very specific do that makes it 
much more easy to take it in stride when people are like, oh, the new issue of Walking Dead sucked, bro. What was his name? Yeah, let's uh, let's, no, I'm not, <laughs> let's drag him. Not enough time drag to drag him. Let's find out. Let's, just kind of, let's, let's get into it. Yeah. Let's I really... wouldn't give him the pleasure of the, of, <laughs> yeah. of the plug. Yeah, it yeah. is. But, but, uh, Fuck but, that guy. But that I guy. hold a grudge. <laughs> yeah. And, and obviously... I ruined him. <laughs> I ruined him quietly, so I still seem like the good guy. Inside, I ruined him. I I, ruined I made a zombie look just like him, and then we killed that zombie, and then that and that was that was really. We helpful. do that every episode of Walking Dead, and no one has noticed. Is it's that true? Always that, that guy. Must be every true. time, yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. Greg, no, 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 the eyebrows aren't right. Get it back. <laughs> it's just a very similar zombie yeah. in every episode. Just a shit list. But yeah. I guess it, you know a lot of it also has to do with self esteem and and people poking at things that. Are really your insecurities, like you know, like that we, sucks. That where where you and and sometimes they're sometimes it hurts because you feel like oh my god they're right or they're gonna figure out that I suck. But then also, so sometimes it just hurts because it's just mean. And you're like, why would someone just go out of their way to be mean? Yeah, yeah. you know. But a lot of it, you know, it's you no, know, it's like well they care, like they really care about the thing that you're making and and you know this for better or for worse. This is just how some people express their ideas and in their heads. It may not seem as harsh when they're thinking about it as the way that you are reading it when it goes through your own filter of all your own insecurities. Yeah, the, the, and stuff. the more stuff I make, the like the less I am offended by like bad shows or movies. Where it's like I'll see it, and if it's if I don't like it, I just go, hey, "It's tough making something good." I say that too. <laughs> just, it's like, hard making it's stuff. Good. Is hard. Yeah, it's like. Uh, like a, it's like a bed of nails, you know. If you've got enough projects yeah. out there, you know, <laughs> yeah. the surface area is so wide that when you get attacked, you're like, ah, oh, the other thing I did is good. well. That yeah, is yeah, a, yeah, that yeah. is a great analogy. Yeah, if you just lie on one nail, <laughs> yeah. If your career is making that great nail, yeah, defined by that nail. Yeah. Would you? Uh, do, you do you think you have decent self esteem? High high self esteem? You pretty comfortable with yourself? What do you think? I think Inflated? I'm very good at pretending I have a high self esteem. Is I that true? That I think yeah. I think a lot of people that know me are like, oh yeah, that guy, that guy's pretty, you know, confident and stuff. But you know, not really. What was funny? Well, no, I mean, I'll, I'll come on these podcasts and I'll, I'll crack wise and I'll be mean to you guys. And then as soon as we stop recording, I'll be like, was that okay? Did I do? You've <laughs> never done that. I, I totally. I know I've done that to you, Jeff. That's true. That's true. You did. Yeah. You did really uh, pick on me pretty. Pretty I don't hard. know. And afterwards, I'm sure I was like, was it, was it you know. I'd feel you weird. the glasses off my face and said, see you later, nerd. Nah, I'd feel weird if you didn't do that to me. I'd be like, something's wrong. <laughs> yeah. He's not He's not being himself. I, I hate it like where it's, uh, it's, it's like I remember like when I was a kid, my grandfather was like mean to me. And my, my, like my family was like, oh, it means he likes you. If he's mean to you, it means I like, had the exact like same grandfather. Yeah. I mean, probably We're related. the exact same guy. But, uh, <laughs> but like it's like, and I would always was like, that's so terrible. That's so shitty. And yeah. then my wife pointed out to me. Uh, like last year, she's like, you know, you realize you do that. You were, I was complaining about that he did that. She's like, you do the same thing. I wonder what that psychological makeup is. I remember crying to my grandmother and being like, my yeah. papa doesn't like me. And it's like, no, no, no. Papa likes you the most. Mm-hmm. And that's why he is unrelenting and, and, and really mean to you. I think it's just something. It's a, it's like, it's a, it's a thing that like, um, he couldn't control and I can't control. And then, so like, I know when I'm very comfortable with somebody, I can let my, <laughs> let it loose a little well, bit. A good... And then I know they're going to stick around, but well, it's also just like, it, it's it, it, from, from one point of view, it's la- it is lavishing attention on someone. Mm-hmm. If someone just didn't, get the skill set when they were young and really understand like how to express 
you know, love and affection in the way that m- most people would like to have it expressed. Yeah. It's just sort of like, hey, I'm just poking at you. I'm yeah. just fucking poking I you. I notice you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong? Stop crying. Fucking yeah. pussy. You know? I mean, my, my, my grandfather did – my dad's father used to do that to him all the time and it drove him fucking – my dad was never mentally prepared for it. Even though he knew it was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he would have to go through periods where he just did not talk to my grandfather because my grandfather would just – you know, my dad would go, oh, I'm going to go, uh, you know – I'm going to go start this new business thing. Oh, you're too fucking stupid to run up. God damn it. You know, like, like, it always, he was, you know, he, my dad would always just kind of like expose, like just lift a wing. And then my grandfather just knew exactly where to fire the arrow. Yeah. And I, and I always wondered like, well, you know, was my grandfather really a dick or was it just, he just didn't that like, that was his tools. That was his toolkit. Like, that's just unfortunately what he had. What's that thing? uh, Some like saying the same, like, it's like, your parents or your close friends, like they know how to push your buttons because they're the ones that put them there in the first place. Oh yeah, yeah. So they they, they like, installed the buttons. Yeah, they installed the buttons. Here's your problem right here. You got my jeans. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I wonder. Yeah. I wonder sometimes if I. It's, it's sort of the same thing. Like, oh my god, am I am I doing a version of like what my grandfather did or stuff that my dad did that you know wasn't great? Am I just doing a version of that? But in my head, I'm not because it's me. And I don't, yeah. you know, no one ever wants to, no one says to themselves like, ah, so excited to be evil today. You yeah. know, like everyone, well, most people think they're doing the right well, you thing. Got well, kids, l- right? I was going to say, let old man Kirkman here uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. L- l- give you guys a, a possible glimpse of the future. Uh, I am an 11 year old son and uh, it's so weird to so often be in a situation where you're like, oh, that's why people don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I know he didn't mean what he just said, but man, that stung. <laughs> that stu- I had to pull him aside because he would hang out with friends of mine and he would see me rib them. Yeah. And then he's really good at it. So an 11 year shit. old little piece of shit yeah. would come up and be like, Hey, nice shirt, pal. <laughs> you know? Oh, and I'd be like, Oh dude, you no, know, it's don't be like me. Yeah. The things you see me do are bad. But also, your father is not a good person. Listen to my word, not my actions. Yeah, but also, but also, yeah. you know, like wielding comedy is is a sword. Like it's a mm. it's a weapon, and it, and yeah. people do learn. Like when people are first learning how to play with it. There's not any nuance, so they're just kind of swinging and breaking everything so, and not yeah. knowing like when My it's favorite, okay. I don't, know if, I don't think I've told this story publicly, but if I have, I hope I'm not. I hope people don't mind me repeating myself. But this is my favorite thing that my son's done, and it just—it's a really good example. So we're watching the movie uh, Kong Skull Island. Yep. And when I drive with my kids, anytime I go over a bump, I'll say, "Hold on to your butts." It's like a fun dad thing. Yeah. I don't know. And uh, we watched Jurassic Park a few years ago, and Samuel L. Jackson says, hold on to your butts in that movie. That's where I got it. And I'm like, oh, kids, you know, that's great. And so we're in the theater watching Skull Skull Island, and Samuel L. Jackson in that movie says, hold on to your butts when one of the helicopters is crashing. And, uh, And I look over at my son. And he and he like he like ah oh, it's a thing you said dad like ah oh, cool and he's smiling and I lean over and I'm like yeah that's the actor that's in Jurassic Park that says that and so it was like a callback to that movie <laughs> and uh, and I and I'm explaining it to him and he just looks over and he goes wow must be a big moment for you dad <laughs> <laughs> he's not wrong like I thought we were having a moment yeah and he was just like. And he just, Can I watch the movie? Shit. <laughs> oh, God. And he just skinned you and hung you <laughs> by your feet God. in his hunting worst. lodge. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, there's nothing you can yeah. really say. Like that is one of those. There's no comebacks. Yeah. yeah. Where you just kind of you kind of have to just lean into it and be like, "That's right, we're having a moment." Yeah. 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 It must be real big for you. It is. Yeah. <laughs> and then you scoot one seat over. It's going to be even bigger when I leave. Well, we, you were already, uh, we were already a seat apart. I'm not sitting next to a male in a movie theater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll come, come back and bash in the ass. <laughs> that is amazing. Have you seen people that do that? I always make fun of people that do that. Yeah, I leave a seat in between. That. Yeah, the seat in between, the comfort yeah. seat. No, it makes no, no sense. Makes whatsoever. no sense at all. Yeah, I don't know. Especially if you're listening to this and you do the comfort seat, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. People Does, make have, fun of you. Have you had yeah. a conversation with your son about, uh, so, you know, there are times when this is appropriate to make fun of people and times when it's not appropriate to make fun of Or do you just kind of let him learn and figure it out? I have just said, look, you can say whatever you want to me. Like, you and I are cool. Like, I totally get it. Like, you know, let it fly. But try to be nice to other people. <laughs> yeah. So it is, you know, uh, you know, I'm like, speaking from experience, kid, like, it's very easy to make people not like you. <laughs> I've, uh, I've, you know, tried to curb like a lot of stuff lately, but like Deanna notices when I like hold in a joke instead of just saying like the joke to make fun of somebody when something happens. And she like, uh, I go, Oh, what is it? She, you, you just go, hmm. like, it's just, that's the noise I make. <laughs> yeah. And it's just because I thought it's, it's me laughing at what I said, but also holding it in at the same time and just goes, hmm. and she knows it's, a she tell. knows exactly it. Yeah. What other tells do you have? Lydia noticed something that I never noticed before. She would, we'd, we'd be in bed, you know, like, like watching TV or something, and, and then she'd go, why are you stressed? And I'd go, what are you talking about? And I would be stressed, and she goes, oh, well, you, it really hates, it, it really sucks when someone close to you, like, reveals something to you, yeah. and you're like, oh, shit. But I guess when I'm stressed, like a fucking chimp, I will scratch my head and then let my hand, like, fall <laughs> and hit the bed, and I legitimately never... It wasn't even something that I knew I was doing. I never noticed. And then I go, I don't know what you're talking about. She goes, oh, you do this thing. You thud your hand really hard when you're stressed. I go, I don't do that. Then like 10 minutes later, I did it. I was like, oh, my God. So I will sometimes, because I'm an idiot, I'll go, uh, hey, I was getting ready to make this joke, but I didn't. And I will say the joke. (laughs) And my wife wife will be like, that's just as bad. Just as bad. So somehow, yeah, yeah, but you know why? Because the the reason is because you're not only are you still saying it, you're acknowledging that it's wrong and you're still saying it at the same time. Yeah. That's one of my favorite uh, uh, shitty bits to do. It's like if I'm hanging out with a couple and one of the couples like leaves to go like to the bathroom or something like that, I just <laughs> lean and go, "Are you okay?" <laughs> and it's always so weird when someone gets in. They go, they go, I "Think things are fine." Um, and then like, when they don't get, they're like, "What are you talking about? Everything's great." <laughs> like, oh, so your recurring joke is hold on to your butts. Your recurring joke is is, uh, is everything okay? Yeah, yeah. I guess that's one of them. You have yeah. any re- your reaccurring bad joke? I have one, funny uh, to you? a reoccurring. St- Fucking stupid as hell joke is yeah. when is when um it is when a guy it usually it has to be a guy but when a guy shows me a picture of like his new baby I'll go oh in time you'll learn to love it as your own like that's nice. my favorite that's a good dumb one. joke because yeah. it doesn't, doesn't hurt anybody it's yeah. obvious that I'm kidding but I don't think anyone's ever laughed at yeah it. I'm one of my favorite one of my go tos is if uh, someone like uh uh is it okay if we take a picture and I go nope. And then still go in you know, for the picture. It's like, you know, I hope you don't mind. I do. You know, but you're still doing it. And so it just sits the, that's the position of well, words there, and there, there, There's an urban legend. I don't know if it's true or not, but there's a sort of urban legend. I wish I had asked him when he was on. But 
um, where I guess a guy asked if uh, he could take a picture or, or if, he, if, if he could take a picture with John Cleese or something. Mm-hmm. Or, or so a guy went up to John Cleese and basically just fanned all over him about Monty Python. And then uh, John Cleese just laid into the guy like, you silly little man. This was, you know, this show is it was d- d- decades ago. How can you waste your time? Just completely obliterated the guy. And the guy was just left stunned. I mean, literally that feeling of like, I want to die. I want to yeah. And Cleese turned around to walk away and silly walked all the way around. The um, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But you really have to have a lot of confidence yeah, really to, go to pull it. that off. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a what if the guy didn't see him? They're just yeah, like you're yeah. silly walking. And Cleese turns silly walking. He's like, Haha, what did he get? Like, oh no, and he jumped the guy line down the street. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, my exactly. hero. Uh, D and I have a uh, like a like a reoccurring joke that's like a real bad joke, but it's a uh, when that movie P two came out. It was a horror movie about oh, yeah, a girl in stuck garage. in the parking garage, yeah. and it was uh, the tagline for it was. Uh, um, uh, the next level of horror or the next level of terror or something like that. And then so it's like every time one of us goes like, I have to pee. And then the other one says, well, I have to pee too. The other person has to say the next level of terror. <laughs> I like that inside joke. Yeah. And it's, it's been going on for almost the entirety of our relationship. Do you have that one with your wife? more longevity than, uh, P2? than, uh, than the movie itself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, uh, um, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, she'll sometimes say like, uh, "Like I gotta go. I'm gonna go jump in the shower," and I'll be like, eh, "You shouldn't do that. You might slip." <laughs> or, uh, or she'll be like, "I'm gonna run to the store," and I'll be like, eh, "You should probably take a car. You get there faster." Yeah. And I do it because I know it's not a funny joke, but I've been doing it for so long yeah. that it's kind of turned. And yeah, now it's like it's and, and the and, fact and, that you're still doing is yeah. It's fun. like I would do it ironically, but now I'm just owning it. You know, so, and then it becomes like an impulse. Like yeah, it just, it just comes that out. thing that you say in response. And my favorite thing is, you know, like my wife going, ugh. Well, but if you don't <laughs> she, do it, though. That's her reaction. If you to don't do it, I think she'd be weirded out because that would mean something was wrong. If you break the pattern, yeah, you're so far in at this point. It yeah. does become like an OCD thing. It does, yeah. Where it's like, she'll say it and I'll be like, don't do it. It's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't do it. She doesn't, she doesn't like it. She's yeah. never laughed. But if I don't say it, maybe she will slip in the yeah. shower. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, like if, if yeah, like, you know, actually like bumps into me or something, she'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, and I'll just, I'll go, apology accepted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yours are actually funny. Yeah. Yours are good. The I'll whole shower it. thing. Uh, you know, I she, f- might, she might crack her head open. Ooh. Your wife. Yeah. I find that I, I find that I, I make like mean jokes with Lydia, but. But but I'm never like I don't say them in a mean way. Yeah. And she you know and she's so sweet that it makes it even funnier to me. Yeah. And it so another one is I'll go uh, I'll go uh, oh I gotta go to Santa Monica why can't you stay home no that wouldn't be fair to my other family you yeah, know it's yeah, like yeah, that yeah, recurring yeah. joke yeah. Yeah. That's yeah a good one yeah I mean maybe not yeah oh it's um it's a good one until you have that other family yeah, yeah then it's not yeah one of my favorites great. in that kind of same ilk is just uh. It's like, oh, uh, this guy was saying something. And then I go, what's his name? Just fucking tell. I just want to know his fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> I always like the game when, like, when, when, you're, when you're significant other, like you're watching a show. And it's like we watch a lot of true crime shows. And, you know, it's uh, the so-and-so died. But then the next day, he, you know, he was out with an- his wife died. But he was out with this other lady. And she was like. You would do that, wouldn't you? I'm like, oh my god, absolutely not. If you died, I swear, I go, 
First of all, hand jobs only for like a year. And not even in our bed because this is our sacred <laughs> marriage bed. Hand jobs in the guest room only. only. You know, it's, like, it's that kind of thing. And they're yeah. like, oh, stop. But it's like, but you can't. Yeah. But, but, the, but the theoretical, like, no. the theoretical, like, oh, you would run off and sleep with her. Like, come on. What, are we really going to have this real conversation right now? Is this a real conversation we're going to have? That's a losing battle. Yeah, yeah, that's like that's what like so many conversations walking that movie Force Majeure. You see oh that right, movie? right. I know the movie. You, see, you see that movie Force Majeure? It's like uh, it's this family on a, a vacation, ski vacation in the Alps, and then there's a uh, um, they're doing con- controlled avalanches, and then there's this one avalanche that starts kind of going towards this outdoor cafe. And so everyone kind of starts to freak out, and then the the dad of the family just runs away. <laughs> Like leaving his family behind, but then there's no avalanche. Like, it, and then, then, it's like, and okay. then it turns out it doesn't come close to him. And so the rest of the movie is the family dealing with the fact that the dad bailed in a really. I, bad I time. my wife. Oh god, I'm going to tell this story. Um, I'm definitely afraid of birds, which is ridiculous because they're you know small, gentle creatures. But the flapping Your company is called Skybound. That's yeah, where they live. I know, I know. It, it was a mistake. Um, <laughs> so birdemic is what's happening in your head. Most I, when of the time. I was a kid, I went to a family friend's house and they had a parrot that like jumped on my shoulder and squawked and flapped its wings and like they had to like pull it off of me and oh. it was it was a traumatic experience and so now i don't like being around birds and uh uh my wife refurbished this old house in kentucky into a bed and breakfast called ashford acres if you're ever in cynthiana kentucky but uh, uh anyway cut that out kitty uh yeah that's fine but uh <laughs> i don't really care but uh but anyway we were in that place before they had finished the remodeling and uh, a bunch of birds had like gotten trapped in there because they had come through the uh chimney and you know uh and they had like blocked it and i don't know but anyway the house was like had like 15 birds that were like, you know, those near death birds that are like hanging out in the window and you yeah. think they're dead, but they're not. And then uh, my father in law is a badass, so he's just grabbing these birds with his hands, <laughs> opening, opening windows and letting them out. And so we're just letting him go from room to room grabbing these birds. And uh, uh, it was me and my wife and him and like five or six other people. And at one point, uh, one of the birds got loose and was flapping around, and I just bolted. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I'm out. And I just, I pushed, I, 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 I pushed a person out of the way. Right? And, uh, uh who, who, who may, who, who may or may not have been my wife. And, uh, <laughs> no. and I, and I just left and, and she's like, you George Costanza at me. I yeah. Like, yeah. The fire. I can't believe you did that. And my argument is, I know you're not scared of birds yeah. and I know intellectually that they're not actually going to hurt someone, yeah. but, but she should respect your fear of birds. And she, 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 she definitely does. Yo, not. bro, you need to take a look at this marriage. Because <laughs> yeah. that does not sound like for better or for worse. And, and, and now that I mention it, I believe I mentioned my fear of birds on this podcast a yeah. couple of visits ago. And people started tweeting me pictures of birds. I'm not scared tweeting. of pictures birds. of birds. Yeah, I'm tweeting. That's yeah. stupid. That's, That's probably, not cool. Are you terrified no. of Twitter when you see the Twitter icon? No, you feel a little, uh, not at all. No. They are tiny dinosaurs. It's only when they're there. They are tiny Air, air, air yeah, it's their dinosaur. feet that are like the most my kids unsettling. make fun of me I mean, back to my son because I won't go into when we go to the zoo I won't go into the big birdhouse but they got like the like the crazy they got the stupid little vulture thing right they got the nectar cups and the yeah, birds yeah, yeah. will like land on your hands and st- I don't I'm not getting in there yeah, that's, yeah. that's not a risk so not even like a, like a little finch or something like any kind of I've bird. been at cafes and like the tiniest little birds have like walked under my chair and I'm just like <laughs> And I hide it well, but inside I am just dying. I'd, 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 I think they're going to go up my like pants leg or something. Yeah, just like, it's just, ah, do what? Crawl into yeah. your body Man, and nest in your ribcage? In his, in his Chris, yeah. Chris, 
Shut up. Okay. Yeah. okay, that's fair. I had, a, I had, a, a, there was one year in my life. I think it was when I was eighteen, where uh, three times in this year, um, I had a, birds uh, kind of attacked me. Like I was in San Francisco, and a seagull um, was walking by, and then like uh, <laughs> flew into me, and then like it seemingly grabbed my shirt, and then I bat- batted it away. I was driving a car, and a pigeon just went straight into my windshield. Like it came down and it just was going towards me and went right into my windshield. And then another time it like uh, a bird flew into my apartment um, and just like knocked over a bunch of stuff while trying to get out three times in one year. And I was convinced I was cursed. (laughs) I was convinced that that one time that I made fun of a crow. Just hearing those stories, I can feel myself catching up. It was not fun. Not fun. And now you work with a crow. And now I work with a crow. Hey. Hey. That goes back around. Boy, pound it. Um, I can't believe it's. I was just hadn't really thought about it in these terms, but it is mind blowing to me that Walking Dead, the show, is almost a decade old. Yeah, that is so weird to me. Oh shit, yeah. That we're they're they're in season eight, we're in season seven, and it's the second half of season eight that's coming up, which means they're already about to start shooting season nine. Yep, it's coming up. That's fucking crazy. That's That's really weird. Yeah, I mean it. How long do you think this can go on? Is this in your head? Do you think the show could go like the comics? Like it could just keep going forever? I mean, I think there's a potential there. I mean, obviously, there's some logistical things that will have to be dealt with in the world of television. I don't sure. think Andrew Lincoln's going to want to be on this show for 50 years. But, <laughs> uh, but you know, maybe. I hope so. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that I think as long as we're telling interesting stories and people are interested in the world, um, you know, I think we can go on for a good long time. So Did, we'll see. Did just uh, oh man, fingers crossed for at least season fifteen. How Come spoilery! <laughs> wonder how spoilery. <laughs> yeah, wonder how spoilery. My grandchildren's college. I mean, well, so, okay. <laughs> but, uh, so without without giving too without giving too much away for people who aren't caught up yet, but uh, someone got bitten in the oh, mid season. We got to talk about this. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. And <laughs> he brought the no, damn comic book. No, 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 yeah. I'm here to talk about Oblivion Song. I'm going to Billy Bob Thornton you. So you're, when, just, you're not bringing up Walking Dead. Talk about you? my music. Don't bring up the thing I'm known well, no, for. You're, I'm you're, here to talk about the thing that no one knows about. It's Ramparting. It's you be Ramparting. Yeah. Know, like the, the Woody Harrelson, the Rampart thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we please just keep... This is an AMA. Can we please just keep questions to Rampart? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so... I thought we were here to talk about my crocheting. A-M-A-A-R. Ask me anything about Rampart. Uh... But uh, what it was in general was was the response mixed to that, or were people angry or happy or, or like, oh, it's, it, I get it, the show's. If you changing. go by my Twitter feed, Scott Gimple and I are some of the most hated people in America. Yeah. Uh, but it's funny because like the week before that happened, people were like, "This show's lost its teeth. <laughs> no one big dies. Yeah. F this show. I'm out. Lame." And I'm and I'm reading those, going, <laughs> "Just wait." Here it comes, yeah. well, and now it's like, how dare you? Yeah, but you know, don't no. you don't kill the big characters? What's wrong with you? And it's like that would be the worst. They're thinking about business wise, you're like, you're really ruining your brand. But, but from, from our from our point of story. view, from our point of view, all of those people work at the same company. It's yeah. Like, well, no, you're just hearing whatever the loudest, angriest yeah. voices are oh, saying man. at any given moment. The yeah. fan co conglomerate has decided yeah, that we suck. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I also. Uh, what I what I realize is that because not not a lot of shows make it to that many seasons, right? And so when you are watching a show for that long, 
And it's not just a procedural where it's like, oh, this is just refillable. Every week, you know, we set up the, you know, yeah. it's, it's CSI. Every week, you know what the setup is and we just change the mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you really form a relationship with a show. And, and you, can, you can get really aggravated with things on a show the way that you do if you've been in an eight-year-long relationship. And, you know, things just get under your skin because you've, you've experienced it yeah. for so mm-hmm. long. So... You know, in a way, I do think that that... Like, means- I love this show because they kill characters all the time. God, they're still killing characters? Eight <laughs> exactly. years of this? Well, and it, thing, Jesus. Not the thing. and it can also just be that thing of like, oh, you and your breathing in and out. You know, it's like that. It can be like that, but at the same time... That's, that's why shows don't usually last for eight seasons. But at, at the same yeah, time, yeah. If, the, if the show ended tomorrow, I, I think a lot of people would be really upset. Oh, for sure. And it would be a lot of those people that are telling you you're a piece of shit, I think, too. You know, because yeah. it just means that yes. it just means that people care, and I guess. And by people who are calling me a piece of shit, you mean other than my inter- my immediate <laughs> other family. than your yeah, immediate yeah, family yeah, exactly. and your son, yeah, yeah. And your friends, anyone that's <laughs> right. ever come across you personally. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. if anyone on Twitter thinks they can say things meaner to me than my actual son says You're to right. me on a regular basis, <laughs> like, and that guy who said luck. that thing on that message board, who was what was his name? <laughs> All right, <laughs> try to get out of him. Try to get out of him. That man was Scott uh, M. Gimple. Yeah, that would be funny, right? He vowed one. Day. Oh, you're show running it, huh? Yeah, I remember a guy that didn't like the comic, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how this goes. You like the job, don't you? Yeah. Well, and, and it's not just with the show, but it's also technology in general that sometimes I feel like, not technology, but like the world in general. It's like, you know, the iPhone. If it doesn't change every year, people are like, fuck, man, I didn't get a bunch of new features. Yeah. And if it does change wildly, then people are like, fuck, what are you guys doing? You ruined the old yeah. one. It's, it's like, like the, uh, the internet has turned all the world into a complaint desk. Well, yeah. because I think we, we all just want experiences kind of the way we want them, and there's no real rhyme or reason. And it's like, it, but it changes necessary, and we crave it, but also change is scary, and we want sameness at the same time yeah, we yeah. are we are constant consumer dichotomies and i'm guilty of it too which i know? try to combat by doing new projects like oblivion song i'm not familiar what Ooh, is that that was a good transition noob noob gets it <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, god damn god damn uh, this guy gets it yeah uh, but um, before we get to Oblivion Song, are you? I, I do want to know because I haven't watched ahead. Sure. Uh, what What is your general feeling about the second half of season eight? I mean, is it is it? How How can you talk about it without giving anything away? Like, uh, it's really tough. Um, yeah, I mean, there's obviously a big event we have to deal with right off the bat, so that that happens fairly early on. Uh, uh, so that'll that'll be all taken care of, and then that you know that puts us on a trajectory that you know i think really heightens things moving into the back half and 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 wrapping up the big all-out war storyline i think that uh uh you know season eight of walking dead as a whole was uh you know kind of one big story i think more so than uh you know seasons past have been and uh uh you know it's it's really going to uh you know change the status quo in a in an interesting way i feel like i'm rambling at this point i apologize but no, that's okay. uh, these I are mean, good yeah, sound bites yeah I, i'm very sorry i i'm, I'm we're changing the to... status quo it's hard not to sound like a politician because <laughs> <when you're talking laughs> you can't give anything there's away there's very little i can say yeah. you can't really give anything yeah. away you can't really say anything yeah. and it, it's it's interesting how and also i talk and I, I know that like every other word could end up a headline on of course some it could. crappy mm-hmm. website of course yeah. it would uh, that's unfortunately how it works now. 
Um, like when you should. Kirkman said the status quo is going to change. And then Twitter's <laughs> like, you're changing the status quo? Uh, fuck you. Read the thing. Oh, no. don't you fuck with the status quo. Uh, <laughs> no. But it, you know. It, like I, was, I was at the Walker Stalker. Uh, uh, I was on the Walker Stalker cruise yeah. last week uh, where I got the flu. So I highly recommend it. But yeah. anyway, uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun aside from that. But uh, I just like cracked a joke at a panel because they were asking about the thing. And I was like, well, guys, he technically hasn't died yet. Maybe he won't. Oh, and then and then I was like, but you know, he's gonna die and blah 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 blah. That's gonna happen, yada yada. Uh, but they took that like there was all these articles where like Robert Kirkman says he's not gonna die. Yep. Yeah, with that, and then I got all everybody like you're playing with our emotions and why are you toying with us? Yeah. But like, not not at all upset at the blog who clearly took that out right, of context to right. get traffic. Yeah, I don't know why we're not holding media outlets more accountable for clickbaiting because it's they are manipulating your outrage. Well, it's also bad because so many people just read the headlines. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. it. But that's all they want because then you just get the jump. You know, like they get the click, and then they, you know, they, yeah. you know, they get. That's the, like the getting off of Twitter has helped me like read more articles as opposed to just like scanning through like and seeing a headline uh, for a link and then going like going like oh I'll get back to that later. <laughs> and then, but then you, then you don't, so you don't get yeah. the full context. Yeah. But then you still have that thing that made you angry in your head. Yeah. yeah, or you're, or something's in trending in the center. Like, oh my god, I can't wait to unpack this. Yeah. But I got to do one other thing. You come back and it's not trending anymore, and you yeah, forgot. Exactly. I was like, oh, all the hot takes I had. <laughs> <laughs> so many hot takes that will go spoiled and unwrapped. <laughs> I got to throw all these takes away. Uh, what am I supposed to do? Hot takes. These get takes them. Were hot. Half price. Oh, these takes were hot. Lukewarm takes. <laughs> day old takes. Day old takes, yeah. <laughs> it's wrapped up on we the side. We should do the hashtag day old takes day and old then just takes. like a day after shit happens, then zing it and then just put day old takes <laughs> half price. <laughs> yeah, that was like a thing. I remember it was, like, it was like, I might be too late on this, but I just thought of a joke for this thing. That was like a big thing. <laughs> Are you still planning on doing the <laughs> comics forever? Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's the know. thing. That, that's my passion. Good. That's what I. That's what I mean, I the Walking Dead comics. Oh well, I mean, yeah, Walking Dead comic comics in general. So yeah. Did you say the last time that inv- you're doing Invincible is going to be a movie or a TV show? Um, uh, developing it as a movie right now with nice. Universal, uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are uh, writing and directing. Damn. Damn, that'd be very cool. Where do those fucking guys find the time? <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. I mean, legitimately. Yeah. Every time I talk to them, I'm like, so, another TV show, huh? Pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, because literally, in between every conversation I have with them, they announce a new show. <laughs> Yeah, it's insane, and I want—I want to know like the delegation, like because like if they pass stuff back and forth, I can see that working, like just like responsibly. It's like, all right, I'm going to go. I'll be on set today. You that get, what's you so, get these yeah. pages That's what's done. so great about having a partner, to, like someone to be accountable to, yeah. so that you you know like that dynamic almost sort of works like an acrobat, where it's like every, they're swinging each other. Yeah, because if you, if it a lot of times when it's just, when responsibilities are just left up to left up to you. You can talk your, yourself out of so many things mm-hmm. because you're driven by your own emotions. Well, it feels good to not do that today, but you know if someone else is relying on you and they're going to be like, hey, man, come on, you got to yeah, get this done. Pages. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Next thing you know, you have 40 television shows. Yeah. <laughs> and you're directing movies and you're yep. in movies. Yep. You know what? Fuck those guys. What? What? Why are you turning on them? They're nice. <laughs> Just a moment of Save jealousy. some for the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I wanted to direct an Invincible. Yeah. God. Uh, yeah. Can God, I Roberts. Just let me direct a DVD extra, show you what I got. Stop giving it to Seth Rogen. <laughs> they do a great job, though. I love that preacher. That preacher's, oh, preacher's fucking fantastic. great. Yeah, 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 it's great. I was catching up on that. It's really, really great. Like, mm-hmm. the first season, they really... 
it, it was it, like it's such an odd world to just drop into. And so the first season really kind of just takes like just lays it out. And then season two just fucking moves. And the acting is great. Yeah. And there's yeah. like real human moments in this crazy, surreal, and like the, battle yeah. for heaven and earth with a fucking vampire in it. And it looks good. Like it's sh- like the shots are awesome. And it just it's like a, oh, it's all good. You know. Is Oblivion Song something that you were already if you've already been talking about making it into a show or something, or are you just making? Uh, this- yeah, I mean, right now we're focusing on the comic, but uh, you know, there's there's always things going on behind the scenes. I wouldn't be too surprised if there's some kind of announcement at some point. But when you started Walking Dead, you weren't thinking this is going to be a movie or a television show. Definitely not. So how does how does that change your approach to your writing process now when you start a comic and know that it could? Probably not even when you started Invincible, I would imagine. You probably oh, no, didn't. no. I mean, Invincible actually started before Walking Dead, yeah. so definitely not. But, uh, no, I mean, it doesn't really, I mean... At what know, stage do you decide you want to sell out? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah motherfucker. Well, I, mean, I represent I mean, the listeners. Minute, minute zero. <laughs> I mean, I am nothing if yeah. not a sellout. But the, the uh, first thing I type when I'm coming up with a new idea yeah. is a dollar sign. <laughs> yes. yes. The skybound is just a dollar sign <laughs> yes. for the end. <laughs> Guys, you're supposed to talk about all the internal memos you've seen. But, uh, uh, but no, I mean, all joking aside. Joking. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, uh, uh, yeah, I don't think about it at all. I mean, uh, you know, I just try to write a cool comic. Uh, I think that the things that are fun to write are fun for the artist to draw, are fun for the audience to read, like, tend to lend itself to, you know, being adapted into other mediums. So yeah. I think if you do your job right and you make something, you know, cool and fun and universal, I think there's a, a you know, potential there. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, to be completely blunt so that, you know, people understand how I, that I am being honest here, I don't care if Oblivion Song ever gets made. I don't need that money. Right. I just want to do a cool comic. Like, yeah. that's the yeah. stuff that I love. So I actually have more freedom to do whatever I want in comics now. So, you know. I mean that that's going to be tough to adapt. Yeah, song. Yeah. It's it's very strange. Well, it's strange. Well, it, well, it's also just the alternate worlds is you know you look at that and go wow. I mean, it's possible. The technology is yeah. possible. Sure, but it's not. It, you know, it's not easy, and it'd be tough to. You'd really have to pull it off in the right way. But ultimately, just to give people a taste of what it is, that there's apparently this like alternate alien dimension that people can hop back and forth into. And it, it, Robert's looking at me like, uh, I wish I could. I wish I could show you the picture. It's, it's, tell me what my song means to you. Tell me more, Chris. I'm telling. I'm telling you just so you know. Just so you you know. You can tell me if I'm you know. I, honestly, I'm listening because I do not have a succinct way of talking about what this damn book is about yet. So I wanted to hear mm-hmm. what your thoughts were. Well, it's about uh, how does humanity deal with this alternate alien universe when. You know, a handful of people were trapped there, and the government needs to get involved to save a lot of these people. And then they stop at a certain point, and one guy is obsessed with going back and saving people for personal reasons. And so, yeah, it's just it's it, it it's just sort of this jumping back and forth. And uh, uh, but I haven't. Yeah. I like to call it apocalypse adjacent. Oh, that's nice. A, there's a big chunk of Philadelphia that's stuck in this other dimension and it's been there for 10 years and it's rotting and crumbling and it's full of monsters and there's people there that are, you know, cowering in fear and trying to live in this apocalyptic situation. But our characters and, you know, present day Philadelphia, which wasn't affected and, you know, just kind of pops back and forth. And so he gets to go and live in the apocalypse for a day and then come home and drink tea. But I'm wondering if you, because with Walking Dead, you know, you were very, you were very firm about 
Like, it doesn't matter what the virus is. That's not, mm. and there's not a satisfying answer for what the virus yeah, this is. This is different. This there is, there different. is a reason why this big chunk of Philadelphia popped over into the other dimension. Uh, it will be revealed. It's, it's a big plot point. So, so this is, there's not like a, there's not like a frustrating central mystery that will never get answered because I'm lazy. Like the Walking <laughs> Dead. The great thing about the position that you're in is that you, couldn't just make this as long as you feel like making it, I would imagine. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's one of the things that I, I feel like makes this book better is I've been making it for almost two years. So like right. we're uh, we're wrapping up issue twelve right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we've been doing this in secret, Lorenzo and I, the artist and co-creator. Uh, and and uh, because we've been working on it for so long, I've actually been able to like do issue eight. And then go, oh, you know what? If I put a scene in issue one that does this, it'll actually play off of this Oh, that's better. really cool. And so we've been able to like go in and add pages here and expand things there. And oh, that's because... Have you ever been able to do that before? No, because, I mean, earlier in my career, like kind of my you own. can't work on issue seven because you don't know if you're going to last past issue six. You know? Right. So you could basically be working on a comic. You're going to throw down a well because no one's going to be there to read it. So, right. Uh, uh, so you wouldn't do that kind of stuff. But now... You know, I can take those kind of risks. I'm just going to give people a sneak peek. Right? Oh, yeah, please. Oh, God, God, no. Are you going to read something out loud? Don't do that. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's, it's fine. It's oh, wait, just wait, like, wait, it's what like, page it's you, a, on? Um, you son of a bitch. Uh, Where are you? Just the. Uh, oh, are you guys going to do a. One, oh, two, fuck. Three, this is yeah. not. Four, four, no. gonna do, go. We're going to do a stage yeah, reading. We'll, we'll no, go, please. Uh, a little further back, Chris. Oh, my uh, God. There we go. Okay, okay, I'll start. Okay. Twakum. Harak. Wood. Huff. Funt. <laughs> Fuck. Snap. Fwash. Okay. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Cut scene. <laughs> I think we nailed you it. Really nailed it. I think it. we, really think we brought job. it to life. I do. Thanks. So. I'm so I'm so glad it came over early so we could rehearse that. Thank you to li- for listening to this complete <laughs> audio series of Oblivion Song. <laughs> I'll show you guys. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> that was just a bit. That was a bit. We're just doing comedy. All we'll right. I'm going to buy Idiot Industries, and uh, then I'm going to kick Chris out, and he's going to have to change the name of his podcast again. Oh, this That's is what's going to happen now. a big now. moment for you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Pineapple, poison powder. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's one of the. Th- <laughs> oh damn it! One of the things that I love so much, you know, it's like, you know, when when people talk to me about Walking Dead, and they sometimes and they're like, "But does it bother you that you're not like more critical of it?" Like, oh, yeah, I, you you do get a lot of a lot of flack for being positive about things, which I've always thought is funny. But yeah, yeah not even just yeah. that show. But it's like, well, everything I do is that way because there's yeah. just so much negativity in the world, and it and you know, you just don't you don't waste your energy on like shitting on things. Yeah. I just, just, think... just listen for the things that Chris doesn't talk about. Ooh. <laughs> oh. it's, the <laughs> it's the lines that aren't there, man. Yeah. That's you gotta there's, no, see. there's no future in, uh, you know, being negative about things. Well, I just, I, I feel like I battle negativity in my personal life a lot. And, it, and, it, and, you know, Lydia always says like, well, happiness is a choice. And she's right. It is because you, you really, it's so easy to get so bogged down once you get into those like negativity loops, they're yeah. very hard to get out of, oh, yeah. and you yeah. feel resentment, and you start. It just it's just, it's just like grabbing a it's just like grabbing a hot pan. Like you get you just get burned inside, and it fucking hurts. And and if you get so conditioned to just see things negatively, that d- definitely has an effect. Now, um, 
you know, I, I guess you could take shots at me for like not trying to be, you know, like you, you can say some negative things about stuff, but I just, I just, I just like being positive and mm. I consider you guys like, I mean, we're legitimately friends. Like this isn't a, Whoa. <laughs> I'm coming over. That was, that was far too definitive for me. We are friends. We are best yeah. friends. Yeah. We're best friends, Robert. Oh. We both wore gray. That's true. That's true. Jonah wore gray. Katie wore gray. Oh, oh my God. My God. What's with gray today? friends? Gray friends. I thought we were this trying is, to be positive. As a thousand Perfect birds. Gray friends. As a thousand birds just fly <laughs> through the window. Don't ever do that to me. I'm actually surprised there's not more like murder bird imagery in your work. Based well, on based on know, that fear, I try not to. I try not to let my work uh, 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 reveal too much about myself. <laughs> <laughs> do you That's a, a huge concern. As a writer, I think by about the way. that a lot. Like I you write a something? scene and you're like, "What are people going to think about me because of this scene?" Like, I don't really mean this thing I'm having this terrible character say. Like, yeah. that's not how I think. Yeah, it's, it's like, where'd that come from? That came from your brain. It means yeah. you probably think about. Well, that's that. why yeah. you got to be like Vince Gilligan, who good. writes, who's so good at writing really devious I would love characters. To be like Vince Gilligan, <laughs> tell me how. <laughs> and is just the nicest guy in the yeah, world. Like yeah. his his personality is so. You just wouldn't. It's like, how, where does all the darkness come from yeah. that, that bleeds out onto the page out I remember, of that sweet, sweet head? I remember, like, it was the first season uh, when the little girl gets shot in Walking Dead, and I remember, like, messaging you, going, it's like, like holy shit, you shot, you shot a little girl on television. That's great. And you just responded with, it's like, I guess I know what your thing is now. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 I just meant the ballsiness of it. I, uh, I've never seen that before. I've never seen that before. It's I unprecedented. Just, I just enjoy the death of children. I'm very sorry. <laughs> oh, wait, that came out wrong. <laughs> what I meant to say is I enjoy Joy. the death. Okay, all right, great. No, I don't know if that came out right. I don't know if that came out right. But, you know, it, the challenge for a show, especially like when you start and the bar is that high and you're showing people stuff they haven't really seen before on mm-hmm. an, an episodic television, it's, it's sort of like I always talk about it with, with Buffy. Like how did that show at the end of every season – they all had to deal with the worst thing that that world had ever seen. And first it was just like, oh, like a head vampire. And then it just became crazier. And cra- by season seven, it's like, well, now they are above hell. And it's just like, <laughs> I don't know. You know, they, their town is on a hell mouth and there yeah. is hell. And so, you know, like raising the stakes every year when people just start getting conditioned to be like, okay, yeah, I've seen that now. Yeah. So what are you fucking going to do now? And what – and and, and – <laughs> Do you ever think more about- zombies? <laughs> Get this, guys. Next season, more zombies. Whoa! What? And just like more. Next like, year, we're gonna have in the background an equal number of zombies. Equal number of zombies. What? Uh, Don't say the Z word. Season twelve. There's a giant zombie made out of zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Voltron zombie. It's called a zombie zombie. This is a great idea. <laughs> this is a really great. Wouldn't idea. Wouldn't people just shit themselves? Wouldn't that be great Yeah. if all the zombies just, like, glom together into a giant zombie person? It's like it would be one of those things that they all start going up against, like, a big wall, and then they all kind yeah. of climb on top of each other. And then they all lean back and realize they're all stuck together, and then they just become this symbiotic. Just, and it shoots lasers, out, shoots of its, lasers. Out, of, out of where its eyes would be. The audience would be like, I did not see this coming. No, no. I mean, there, there will eventually have to be a fuck it season, right? <laughs> eventually. <laughs> it's like season 18, fuck it, giant... Yeah. 
mega zombie shoots lasers out of eyes. Yeah. Are people Eugene's gonna... like, I made these robot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're going to be able to eat all the zombies. It's going to be great. <laughs> Good idea, Eugene. I made, a, I made a big lion we can ride on. <laughs> The re, the Season twelve is fucking weird, yeah, yeah. man. There was a uh, there was this old English governor's sketch. back. He's got a medal. He's on. Got, yeah, yeah, Bionic governor. Uh, there was the uh, like uh, that sketch of old English. Like it was after the first season of Lost. English, yeah. yeah, after the first season of Lost, like they had a sketch that came out, which was just like uh, it's like just said Lost Writers Room, and then like it cuts to inside, and they're just like fuck, fuck, fuck. What do we do? What do we do? Why did we come up with that? Like what was our, what were we thinking? The guy's like, this is space turtle. They're like, shut up. <laughs> Damon probably saw that. He was like, yeah, that's probably yeah, 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 probably, yeah. Probably what it was like. But that's part of the you know, it's like if you're making a show, you want it to stand out, you want it to be interesting, and you know the the allure to ha- to not completely blow everything you can do all at once. Mm-hmm. It's got to be really tough. You do have to have. You know, a couple episodes where they're stuck on the farm, so yeah. that you yeah, can yeah. not not I mean, maybe it's because of budget, or maybe it's because of uh, pacing, you know, be, because of pacing, because of what's being set up. But uh, I do not envy the task of you know, the, it's like Jonas said: the more stuff I make, the more sympathetic I get to like, man, it is hard that it's astonishing that anything gets made. Yeah, that's true. So, so, why, I was, so why try? I was going to wait for just <laughs> I was going to wait for just enough silence and then just end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Katie can add that. In. Yeah. No, you I do that know. in post. Yeah. What are you excited about right now, Robert Kirkman? This is uh, something I've been asking. Mission Impossible like, Fallout. What's the, oh what's my the Mission god! Impossible fall? Oh, Mission the Impossible new, the Fallout. The new Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, 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 movie. Yeah. Oh my god! That they released that thing on the Super Bowl and Tom Cruise is flying a helicopter. Mm. Is so he hanging excited. on to the helicopter, or is he in the? I didn't watch. He's the almost, he doing was all kinds of the helicopter stuff. by hanging on to it, yeah. shifting his weight to make it fly yeah. in different positions. Fantastic! Oh Gets to go a fist fight yeah. with Henry Cavill. Oh, yeah. so good, Superman! <laughs> they should have left the mustache on him when he came back to do the reshoots for Justice League. There's yeah. no reason Superman can't have a, a, a porn stash. Yeah. Yeah. He was dead. They had a good excuse. They, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they could have. You don't shave when you're dead. It just keeps growing. <laughs> it just keeps growing and growing. That's what happens. So Mission Impossible. What else? Deadpool 2. Looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah, uh-huh. I think they're going to be able to pull it off. I thought it would be tough to pull off a Deadpool 2 because you sort of feel like, oh, well, all the meta jokes about culture have been made. Yeah. But no, I think they've actually been doing a really great job. And, you know, he was on the cover of, like, Better Homes and Gardens or something, or, or Housekeeping. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, they're they got some really great doing, creative doing a, marketing. They're doing, a really, they're doing a really good job. I'm excited about mm. that, too. But what are you excited about in the world? Is there anything in, outside oh, in the of world? entertainment that you're outside excited about? Outside of entertainment? About? No, what, not what a thing. What is that? Not a thing. There's a, that, that's a place? That's a place? I don't know. I I I, I, I I might be going to New Zealand for the first time soon. Nice. Oh, where so are we taking a little taking a little family trip. I've always so wanted to go there. A couple friends that. of mine moved there. Really? Yeah, they had gone on a trip and they're like, "That's so great. Let's go again next year." They went again next year and they stayed just a little longer. Never left. And they came back and they're like, "We're gonna move." Band meeting. Huh. Like we're like yeah. There's just uh, it's like uh, my friends Chantel and Jimmy. They were just like, "Let's just move there. It's great there." And it's it's you could also be. Um, like a like a, an artist that doesn't necessarily have to be struggling because everyone there is kind of like creative, especially like in Wellington, and it's like it's like the price of living is a little lower, so you can still pursue I'm a bunch moving. of creative. That's yeah. it. I'm yeah. done. And no, pre- there's no first. predators. 
Wow. Yeah. I like that. So the show To Catch a Predator doesn't make any sense to anyone there. <laughs> it's called To Catch a Pedophile over there. <laughs> what a weird standoff we just had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think this way. Thwack. Foot. Oh, fuck you guys. What? <laughs> what? They're just they're great. They're just, it was all out of context. Oh, That's what made it just, funny. It's such a great sequence. All right, you know what? You you know what? Just... It was really good. That's why I got no, 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 our scene takes place and no, I'm kidding. I don't Scream! Oh shit. Croom. Fuck. Flap. Goom. Ram. And scene. Oh, I mean, you didn't want to do click clack? Oh man, I'm sorry. I just didn't. Feel, I didn't prepare for it. You yeah. know, like I just I, I went over this stuff last night. With yeah, Lydia, I'm sorry. I, thought, I just I felt fell it in the moment. And I, I know just, I felt it too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can come back and we can do the rick rack later. Also, we so, have. So Oblivion Song is really just the uh, I'm the, sorry, interrupting the 60s a rehearsal. Batman <laughs> television show of comics. <laughs> Mint. Is that what you guys are trying to portray? Do whip. Zoom. Um, no, like people it. talk and I, say I, things and stuff in the, it. The, the psychic character in my sci-fi novel uh, from Crick Crack to something else. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gee, Crick Crack, I was getting into trouble. I thought I thought of that. That's the thing. Come on. <laughs> no, it is actually. The, it's the, called that guy in space. Oh, come on. Now I got to go to Mars? Come on. I'm tired of watching my poop float around in zero Gs. Come on. No, but I'm glad that... Uh, I actually I actually really did like Oblivion Song, and uh, I only you got to... You can't come back from the laugh reading of, of the sound effects. There's no, there's no saving that, Chris. All right. Enjoy your burrito. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I got to say enjoy your burrito. All right. <laughs> ID 10 scanning complete. Enjoy your burrito. Hey, you. It's Jason Bateman. Have you listened to Smartless? Smartless is the podcast that I host with my friends who are more like brothers. The super talented and funny Will Arnett and Sean Hayes is... JJ, 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 why are you whispering? Well, it, there's, there's a pst in the, in, the, in the copy. But people are listening, so it's like... They are listening. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. In each episode of Smartless, one of us reveals our mystery guest to the other two. What ensues is a genuinely improvised and authentic conversation. Our mystery guests span our mystery... We'll cut this out. Our mystery guests... All right, here we go. We got a lot of big famous people from different walks of life, and if you're yeah, a wondering fan, then you're going to stone. Yeah. And just you come and listen Tyson. to it. Yeah. We're on Wondery right now, and you can listen yeah. to us. And no matter what you're doing, you're at the gym or you're in the car, just listen yeah. to the podcast. Sean, tell them where they can find it. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Bye. Bye. Bye.